0: Welcome to Virtually Unbreakable, where we inspire you to live a happier and more fulfilling life. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today's topic is love addiction and how to set yourself free from a codependent relationship. My guest today is Anna Prusinska. Anna is an integrative relational psychotherapist from London. In her private practice, Anna sees lots of individual clients as well as couples. I'm pleased to have you here with me, so sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Hi, Anna, welcome. Hi, thank you for your invitation. Today we are talking about relationships. You are a relationship expert.
1: Yes, you could say so. Uh, I'm a relational Integrative Psychotherapist qualified from British Association of Counselling and Psychotherapy. I work according to the RIMA model which combines psychodynamic and humanistic interventions. In my therapeutic work I work a lot with couples and women, many of which came to see me to better understand their relationship story
0: and relationship choices. What are the most common relationship issues you have observed in your work so far?
1: And there are many of them. We probably don't have enough time to discuss all of them, but I'm happy to talk about love addiction and codependency as these are one of the most common ones.
0: Wow, love addiction. I did not know such thing existed. Who is a love addict? A love
1: addict is someone who is addicted to another person, entwined with him or her and constantly focused on that person without their will. The other person often avoids this emotional intimacy from that love addict. They do that through some analogues such as drugs, internet, um, workaholism, sports, hobbies, sexual addiction. This condition is often described as codependency. Does codependency affect women more than men? Uh, Well, most women can fall into this trap at some point in their life. Um, Even women who are very successful professionally, uh, regardless of your relationship status or career choice, you can be a woman who loves too much, actually. So the mechanism we are going to talk about today and um, their sources Can be recognized in virtually every relationship, not just romantic relationship, but let's focus on the examples of relationships with our partners, because uh, they are those that absorb women the most.
0: Yes, for us women, so much seems to depend on this one aspect of our lives.
1: It certainly seems so, right? So many women occupy their mind and energy on the relationship they are in. Uh, For example, how they feel about themselves and how they see the world depends on how happy they are in the relationship context. They often see their personal success through the lenses of a relationship. It's important to recognize that romantic love, it's a big part of our lives, but it's not the only part.
0: Yes. And how can you recognize love addiction or codependency?
1: Uh, there are many configurations of codependency and each of the individual stories of codependent couples are a dramatic one, often full of pain. Uh, in codependent relationships both sides are often deeply unhappy. Often what holds them together is not love but financial matters, children, or the fear of change, fear of fear of loneliness and uh,
0: fear of abandonment. Are emotions running high in codependent relationships? Oh yes, most of the time. There is a lot of anger
1: in codependent relationships. We repeat our outbursts of anger and combine it with an obsessive desire for revenge. Anger weakens the codependent person and it breeds shame at the same time. So it's it's quite painful. And there could be also hidden or poorly expressed anger in some cases or there is some kind of frustration which is quite depressive. Uh, It also manifests quite often by mm, blaming yourself for your own inability to build boundaries with people. Uh, Codependent people either make someone else their supreme authority uh, through hatred, fear or devolution, or they strive to be the supreme authority for others. Uh, Which which means that they are either being controlled or controlling uh, what we were talking about previously. So codependent people often have other additional difficulties like compulsive love, non-life-threatening eating problems, work addiction, uh, spending too much money and
0: debt addiction, religious addiction, drug or uh, sex addiction. Can you give us some examples of loving too much? or examples of codependency.
1: Basically, you are loving someone to the point of an obsession about him, uh, her, and your relationship, and nothing else really matters. Uh, You neglect yourself, your children, your health or finances. You cannot function because you are so emotionally and physically exhausted, but you also cannot let go at the same time. So people who love, by analogy, develop serious diseases due to exhaustion, from such enormous stress. In conversation with family, friends, um, you only talk about him and about your problems. You complain about him or take the pity for him, but you're not prepared to let him go. So you are hooked on the drama that he brings to your life and you are completely committed to changing him through your love and your attention. and Basically, you don't care about yourself or anyone else, just about this person, about your partner in this relationship. And it takes the whole energy that you are having.
0: Hmm, sounds like something I've seen before, not that long ago. Oh
1: yes, it happens more often than we think, uh, which is why we are talking about it today, right? Um, Women in codependent relationships have all types of excuses for the behavior of their partner, of their boyfriend. One of the main ones being his difficult childhood, So you might play the role of therapist, for example, you try to read personal development books looking for fragments that suit him in order to help him not to find something for yourself. And at the same time, you don't like his basic values or behaviors. And this man does not meet your needs, even your basic needs. He does not care about you the way that you care about him. But you believe that you will change that through your love, through your help. Uh, through through your acts, so many women allow themselves to be used sexually and financially, or emotionally, um, on any on this level, and they would do anything for their men just for the sake of staying together.
0: What do codependent relationship originate from? What is the cause? One of
1: the main causes is coming from a dysfunctional family. We can look for reasons for codependency also in Judeo-Christian values, patriarchal culture, um, even what we've learned so far from pop culture like songs, movies um, or other
0: misinterpreted religious norm and ethical traditions. Why are we getting so often in such relationships?
1: Yes, you might wonder why would you like to repeat this situation in your life again, the same failed relationship, uh, being used again by a friend or in your business, giving someone help and attention for years and when you are really actually in need and you want someone to help you, there is no one to to do so. Um, So when we come from dysfunctional families, uh, we are used to helping and we are used to drama uh, because we prioritize the needs of others first very often, we neglect our own needs. And when we are growing up in such an environment, we are determined to change that in our adult years. It's like there is some kind of unfinished business. So we attract partners who are in need of rescuing, just like our parents were. And we are not attracted to guys who are nice, stable, reliable and those who are interested in us actually. We find such men boring, Um, while this unstable, immature, moody, broke, sick or addicted person is incapable of being faithful for example incapable of accepting responsibility not able to marry you or start a family and you find this type all the more interesting the more unattainable the goal is this sounds ridi- ridiculous but that's how it is because your main motivation motivation is unconscious and your unconscious motivation is unfinished business that is coming from relational patterns, from dysfunctional family, you tries to fix him, the same as you try to rescue your parents and you want to solve the trauma now that is coming from your
0: childhood. Wow, it seems that most of our adult problems originate from our childhood.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, many of them are. And if you see this pattern repeating in your relationship, you have also some kind of unfinished business uh, from your childhood. You can see that, for example, And now you couldn't change your parent into a loving dad who cares about you. So now you're trying to enter subconsciously into the same relationship where your needs will not be satisfied and you try to leave them again because you don't know anything else. And maybe you're trying subconsciously change the story that started in your childhood. And remember, this is very important that we are not attracted to what is
0: good for us, but what feels familiar is our attempt to fix our childhood problems just destined to fail? And not
1: always, but in this context, yes. You believe that this time someone will love you if you try hard enough, if you love them enough, if you help, if you'll be wise enough, if you'll be cunning enough because like, we use also manipulation in codependent relationships to control the other person. Uh, but unfortunately it won't happen. And just like in the past, our parents were too busy with something else and with some kind of conflict uh, and didn't care for us the way that we wanted them to care. So the same way our partner is now emotional and available and busy with his problems, which does not allow him to be intimate with us, to actually care for us. You're trying to
0: get different results. Uh, by repeating the same things which is the definition of insanity so what is the solution
1: indeed it is and the solution is taking your life into your own hands and building a sense of self-worth healthy egoism has its positive sides for you and the world so initially many women go to therapy for example and uh, because they want to fix their partners and then They stay to understand that it is something for their good, actually, for their future, for their children, loved ones, but also for society. And they often become a model for those who are willing to change. And by building your self-esteem and rejecting codependence, you may be the first, for example, in your family to break this vicious circle in which women in your family were stuck perhaps for generations. And definitely the world will benefit more when you are fulfilled and happy, working for the good of the local community, giving something back of yourself and raising the next generation of people who are self-aware and able to cope better emotionally. So I think thanks to our change, our personal change, really, the world can become a better place. And we start with ourselves by building our happiness because you cannot change the other person. You can use your healthy selfishness and you have probably heard also the anecdote of putting on your own mask yourself before helping others.
0: Yes, I did.
1: Yeah, learning to send boundaries is very important. There is also one more example of a drowning person, so it might look very brutal, but uh, sometimes the rescuer is pushing the drowning person away, because if they wouldn't do that uh, until they calm down, uh, they could uh, both drown and go to the bottom, and you wouldn't want this
0: in your relationship either, wouldn't you? Is there anything else you want to mention at the end? Mm. Well, maybe it's worth to summarize and mention the steps
1: to achieving emotional freedom from codependency. So first of all, it would be getting help, um, go for therapy, and make your own recovery process the first priority in your life. Like this is a must. Find a support group or peers who understand anyone any kind of uh, network that will be very supportive for you especially in this difficult time of the change it's very important to have some kind of uh, spiritual side through daily practice Uh, very often people neglect that part of their life Uh, it is non-existent so even if you are a non-believer you can you can really practice some kind of Uh, meditation or any other form of uh, cultivating peace and relaxation in your life connecting to nature. The big step in recovery is uh, trying to control yourself not others so you need to try to stop managing and uh, controlling uh, your partner. You need to also uh, not to get hooked into the games and their games as well, their problems, their difficulties. Uh, Instead, courageously face your own problems and weaknesses because you've got them as well. And if you are caring for someone else, yours are neglected. So whenever you can uh, cultivate uh, your needs and... Develop that um, you know, striving yourself to work on your difficulties, not others first. Or become a bit selfish. Like maybe this word uh, seems uh, negative, but actually in this context is is very positive. The last thing I would say is uh, the best. Uh, like the the best way you can actually re- remind yourself uh, on a daily basis about all this is sharing with others what you've experienced and what you've learned because when you share with others you actually repeat it again and again and you are getting this uh, to your heart uh, much easier and you're reminding this to yourself so there is a bigger chance that next time in the situation that is quite triggering, you will choose to behave differently and you will choose yourself, you will be your top priority and you will start working on your independence and stop being dependent on, on others or codependent.
0: Anna, thank you so much, it was lovely speaking to you today. Thank you for your time.
1: Thanks Ella, anytime.
0: Thank you for joining me today i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did enjoy it don't forget to subscribe and um, feel free to share this episode with your friends if you think it might be helpful to them if you would like to receive the notes as always you can find them on our website which is virtuallyunbreakable.busproud.com. see you in the next episode where we will discuss the silent power of your inner voice